Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just showed up in the uh, Mason and Ireland Mafia. By the way, if you're not in there, go to the Communities tab on Twitter. Search Mason and Ireland Mafia. Bam, you're in. Uh, big news in the baseball world. This is John Paul Morosi. Tomorrow. Major League Baseball teams have been notified that Yoshinobu Yamamoto's posting window starts at 8 a.m. Eastern time tomorrow morning. It expires at 5 p.m. on January the 4th. It is going to be a big contract. I would well, Shohei has opened the door to anybody coming from Japan that looks good. Right. So I don't know how good this guy is. I don't know if he's comparable he's, to Shohei. He is supposed to but, be like one of the most accomplished pitchers to ever come from Japan. And by the way, the other thing is Aaron Nola signed for seven years. I think that sort of sets the bar. Staying for, in Philly, by Yeah, the way. staying in Philly. That sort of sets the bar. In other words, if you're a big-time starting pitcher who eats up a lot of innings, um, seven years is kind of the going rate right now. All right, uh, 2 o'clock call today. There's lots of stuff going on. Let's, uh, doesn't care. Not giving uh, Hey, Brian and San Dimas, you're the 2 o'clock call today. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Great. We are good, Brian. You're not supposed to ask us that, but go ahead. This, but we're going to let it slide. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. This is my first time calling. That's, That's all right. right man. You're, you're, what do you want to talk about? The UCLA. Hey, why do you guys always read UCLA? They beat USC fair and square. How, I, how did we. About how good their team was. Wait a minute. How did we not. Say, what did we say bad about UCLA? Well, no, you're saying everything like USC came in flat. They, they weren't did. My, I know, but UCLA that doesn't take away from game. look. UCLA whooped their asses. Don't I mean? And, don't and, get it. And Brian, one week before they beat USC, UCLA had the most embarrassing performance of the season. Oh, they lost at yeah, home they to Arizona State, who is the worst team in the Pac-12. And and UCLA, UCLA a week ago Saturday was just as bad as USC was this Saturday. Um, so it, it you know it, it comes and goes. The the reason we're focusing more on USC is because they're paying Lincoln Riley a hundred million dollars to coach, ten million dollars a year, and he didn't do it on Saturday. He did nothing. He uh, he just took the money like he like he was robbing a Brinks truck, because his team his team didn't show up. And uh, I mean, Chip Kelly and UCLA played great. More power to them. They were they rebounded from that Arizona State game, but. What what the hell was USC yeah, doing? What were they doing? I mean, um, all right, hey Brian, th- I hope that was enough uh, praise for you UCLA. Yeah, I, I do I'm think nothing, a lot of, nothing against no, UCLA no, at it's all. Nothing against UCLA. They they whooped their tails, man. They, they stunk eight days oh, ago. USC was absolutely awful on Saturday. I think it's an interesting test. Whenever you're in a situation like that, is is that team going to play for that coach? And they did not. I always wonder what what's Lincoln Riley's motivational speech like. Does he have one? Does he does he have a rap? Does he what's do what Dion did? Does he walk in? and He goes, "We're getting better players. That's what we're doing." What about this, Matt Rule? If we die, we die. I guarantee you that was not used in the USC locker room. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Uh, let's get in one more two o'clock call of the day. Let's go to Jason in Downey. Jason, good afternoon. Good afternoon. So I love T. Rod, but he cannot be wrong about LeBron's minutes, guys. I don't care if he's playing 40 minutes, 45 minutes. As long as you get the W, that's all that matters. It took till April 2nd to get two games above 500 last season. So I think we're just trying to avoid that altogether. Wendy has always said, if you really want to rest LeBron, he cannot play at all because his whole regimen takes forever. Yep. So if, 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 you know, if he's going to play, he needs to play. Wendy also said, the only real way is he sits a fourth quarter as if he goes straight to treatment right after, right after he's done playing. But since he has to sit around, it doesn't really make a difference. So if he's going to play, play whatever it takes to get the W. Right. Bigger than five. I'm good okay. All right. Let me, let me say something about LeBron and, and the hope that the Laker fans listening will recognize what is happening. No one ever 
in the history of the NBA has put up numbers like this at this age. Not Kareem, not Jordan, not Kobe, not anybody. LeBron is averaging 26 points a game, along with eight rebounds and eight assists. I mean, Mace, the closest person in year 21 to LeBron is Vince Carter, who averaged 7.4 a game. LeBron's averaging 26. Yep. What he is doing on a nightly basis, and last night he just put the team on his back it was unbelievable. again. He's done it three times in the last four games. Yeah, yeah. And I hope people are appreciating the fact that we're not going to be able to watch this guy forever. And, you know, we got two games coming up over the next two nights. Tomorrow night we have an in-season tournament game against Utah. And then when trying to make it four and zero in the group, right? And would be the number one seed in the Western Conference nice. and get a home game in the quarterfinals nice. if they win that game and they're favored. Uh, and then Wednesday, the surprising Dallas Mavericks with Luca and Kyrie are coming to town. Yeah, and I hope people are. I I, I just hope they're taking time to watch these games. If you get a chance to go in person, that you're going in person. Because what LeBron is doing, we may never see again ever. And last night was really fun because at one point LeBron was being LeBron and taking over the game. And yep. then in the third quarter, they were they fell behind double digits yeah, in the first quarter like they always AD do. Came in. They were down, I think, six or eight at halftime. And then in the third quarter, they realized, we are going to force feed Anthony Davis until they stop it. And they couldn't stop it. Yep. And AD scored 13 third-quarter points. And then in the fourth quarter, LeBron took over again. And it was spectacular watching what LeBron did. And I I, I just hope people appreciate it because it's, it's stunning. So take this point. I don't think anybody disputes anything that you're saying right there. Uh, it's, it's unreal to see what he's able to do at his age and with the number of years experience he has in the league. The oldest player in the league is actually carrying a team on his back to a victory. To your point before you ask me this, yeah. if Michael said it yesterday, Michael being here tomorrow, if you voted first team All-NBA right now... He has to be on it, right? I think it's LeBron, Jokic, Jason Tatum, Luka, and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. LeBron, as the oldest player in the league, being yep. first team All-NBA? Right. I mean, it's unprecedented. It's ridiculous. Anyway, I interrupt So, you. he played 40 minutes last night. And the premise of this season is, let's build a cast that will allow us to dial back LeBron James' minutes. Because it is a long, long season. And we need him good and fresh for the playoffs. So, 40 minutes last night. Um, he's been playing heavy minutes. Basically, he is... He's averaging about 36, 37 a game right. now. Right. He's on the floor to carry them to win. Like, I don't know that they can win a game without LeBron James. I do. They can't. There you go. <laughs> I mean, they if they lower his minutes, they're going to start losing. Darvin is doing what it takes to win games. He's trying to find places to rest LeBron, but he's he's too good and he's too important. And Yeah, and, and they don't play well without him. Correct. Just, I mean, the supporting cast has not come together the way you would hope. Austin Reeves a little bit better. He's starting to find huge his way. Huge shot last night. Yeah, really big Absolutely three. huge shot. Rattled that thing in. Yeah, from like 30 feet. Yeah. I almost yeah. came out of my shoes calling that, that shot. That was a great one. Uh, all right, so let's let's pay off this tease. Okay. Oh, yeah, the greatest uh, okay. buzz that's around so, the league. There is a rumor running around the NFL, and I'm not sure why it hasn't caught more traction but it's starting to. Here's where I first heard it. Dan Orlovsky appearing on Pat McAfee's show last week. And pay attention to what the peanut gallery says in the background when Orlovsky drops this bomb. Here it is. Now, Diana Rossini reported this weekend that people around the building are assuming or preparing for a mutual parting of ways between Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. He will go coach somewhere else if that is the case. Will he be the GM as well? We assume, but who knows? Mm -hmm. That would be bananas. Yeah. That would be a colossal move in the NFL news yeah. cycle. I've heard that. I've heard more and more of that over the past like, week. I'm not a reporter, all that stuff, but I have heard that. You're a journalist. Yeah, um, I, I have heard that that's going to be the case, and it's kind of uh, who who knows the likelihood of it, but I've, I've heard that that's going to happen, and I've heard the location is already kind of determined as well. Where he's going? L.A.? Chargers. You I'm not giving uh, – yeah, yeah. 
I just, I've heard that. Who'd, heard you hear, who'd you hear from? I've heard that. <laughs> People that know it's just like friends. Yes. Yeah. All right, so you heard the peanut calories say in the background, yes. L.A., Chargers. Yes. And you heard Orlovsky say not only is Belichick and New England going to get divorced, yep. but it's already been determined where he's going. And when they said Chargers, you know if it wasn't Chargers, Orlovsky would have gone, no, 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 it's not there, but I'm not going to say where it is. Right, right. But he didn't. Sure. Okay, he didn't correct him. Now, piggyback that with Gary Myers, who is a, re- a respected New York NFL reporter mm-hmm. has been covering the NFL for years. Here is a tweet from Gary Myers over the weekend. One of my well-placed sources believe the Chargers are the favorites for Bill Belichick in 2024. Excellent QB, team ready to win. Belichick likes California and the beach. He shot down my theory of Belichick to the Cowboys even though Bill Parcells, who's one of Belichick's confidants, enjoyed working four years for Jerry Jones, and Jones likes Belichick. He had an interesting reason why he would not go to Dallas. He said Belichick already won Super Bowls, six of them in New England, where Parcells didn't win any in his fourth season with the Patriots. He doesn't think Parcells would want Belichick winning the Super Bowl with a second Parcells team mm. that didn't win a ring. But the first sentence is the one that's important. Right. One of my well-placed sources believe the Chargers – are the favorites for Bill Belichick in 24. Now, that's on the back of Orlovsky saying it's already been determined that he's getting divorced right, in New England, right. and he's got another team, and we know where the team is. Now, he wouldn't confirm that the team was the Chargers, but doesn't this make almost too much sense? Uh, for Bill Belichick? Right. I, I don't I don't like to hire at all for the Chargers. Why not? I, I'm because the guy hasn't won without Tom Brady. But he has Justin Herbert like, now. Right, but the guy's like 30 and 38 with Tom Brady, or without Tom Brady. He's not a he's not a winning coach without Tom. But could he be a winning coach with Justin I'm not, Herbert? Look, Justin Herbert's not Mac yeah. Jones. You, guys just, yeah, you guys just experienced the magic of New England Patriots West. Right. Now, if the guy comes here himself, first of all. No, what do I always say, a, though, about New a, England Patriots West? Why doesn't New England Patriots West ever Belichick. work? Yeah, but here's right. But Belichick hasn't been successful right. without Tom Brady. Here, here's the thing. I welcome it. I hope it happens. It will be fun to have Belichick in the market. Um, it would definitely drive news. Um, I don't think it's necessarily the great hire for San Diego, or San Diego, for uh, the Chargers, but um, it's definitely winning the press conference. Brian Cohen, as our resident Los Angeles Chargers fan, if they were to announce the weekend after the season ended that Bill Belichick is coming to run football operations for the Chargers and be the head coach, you say what? Oh, it's party time, baby. <laughs> you're all, you're all I'm all it? in on that. And Mace, that defense you, would turn around overnight. Well, and you see, remember, Belichick is a defensive yes. head coach. Yes. And they've got all that talent on defense. I just want to see it as a lab experiment. Oh, I think it'd be lab fascinating. I mean, anything's yeah. better than watching this. Well, and here's the thing. Is, is Mason's the, right. Mason, sorry, Greg. Mason's yeah. right that... Drop, cut that right there where he said Mason's right. That, uh, <laughs> that Belichick is not one without Tom Brady. But there's a difference between Mac Jones and Justin Herbert. Sure. Justin Herbert is really good. Right. So I think the theory would be, right. okay, Bill Belichick with a young upstart quarterback, Right. now he can win. Uh-huh. Um, whether or not it would work, it may be a, tr- a dumpster fire. It I don't care. Be. I just want to see it. Could be. Well, it'll be entertaining. I know yeah, that much. Be Dynasty 2.0, baby. Dynasty 2.0 says yes, our resident Chargers fan. I I think it would be fascinating to watch play out. Did you, Greg? When I interrupted you, what were you going to say? Oh no, that was it. Was basically the same thing Mason was saying. Are you giving me like 30 year old Tom Brady in this deal? At the no, same I'm time? giving you 28 year old Justin Herbert. And no, and then I realized with that, I think you're right. I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my mind well, right now be, that I would rather. It'd be Belichick better be than right. Brandon Staley. I mean, I'm trying to stand up yeah. for Brandon Staley. I'm like the lone Brandon Staley I'm island with, guy. I'm with, with Lincoln Riley. You're with Brandon Staley. Yeah, but and I don't know why we you love stay underdogs. With not, no, no, I don't think they will because he's got all those friends over at the Chargers. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I, you know, right. I haven't talked to them though about what they think of Staley. You should text them right now. Text them. Right what now. do you mean? What they think? Well, they wouldn't. They 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 won't publicly shame him. But I wonder no. if behind the scenes they would say, "Yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing." Just put it. Say Staley, thumbs up, thumbs down, and have him put something. Oh yeah, that's it. Just Staley, thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Although, and actually, 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 put it as B S, thumbs up, thumb down, and they can, they can just get it from that. 
Brandon yeah. Staley. Yeah, I don't oh, think Brandon Staley. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. they would. Send, I run? think they would send me back a bunch of question yeah, marks. Yeah, a lot of question no, marks. No, come on, it's they like, know. No. They call him BS too. No, they know they call him BS. BS head coach. Yeah, that's pretty good. Why are you so in with Brandon Staley? I just don't think he's as bad as everybody thinks he is. Well, like, I mean, the like record, Ryan, record to the contrary. No, no. His record's like 500. Well, but he's uh, he's got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and they can't win a big game, especially down the stretch. Okay, I'm glad you brought And by the, the way, he screwed up a bunch of them with his analytics right. garbage. Okay, but I'm glad you brought that up. At what point is it – why do we blame Brandon Staley for all these close losses, Brian? What point does Justin Herbert have to take some blame for this? I think Staley, uh, going back a couple of years, when he called a timeout against the Raiders, that's would have got them into the playoffs. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> right. but, uh, but I'm just saying, at, at some I point – Patrick Mahomes wins these games. Right, right. All right? Um, Russell Wilson wins right. these games. Hey, look right. at yesterday. Matthew Stafford has got an unbelievable number of game-winning drives in the last okay. five minutes, so all that know, stuff. Did you watch, if you guys were watching Sunday Night Football last night, they put up, uh, that was Russell Wilson's 37th come-from-behind win in fourth quarter or overtime, and he's second among active quarterbacks, and number one is Matthew Stafford, who has 43. Yeah. And so, at what point do we say, Justin Herbert, I know you don't necessarily have the best coach in the NFL, but it's on you, man. you got to win some games. I've thought, this year, I've actually had that thought a few times, especially it's over and over again, the last drive. Chargers always have the ball. Yeah. And they always come up, and he always takes a sack, or it's always a bad throw. It's something in that last drive. And I don't know if that you could put on Herbert. Or the you know the but position it, is it Staley or is it Kellen Moore who came over as OC? Because well, they had the same problem called... last year with Lombardi they did, too. Yeah. yeah. By the way, and that that suggests that it is Herbert that a Herbert doesn't come up big in key situations. I, it, I guess you could whether say that. Kellen Moore was there that, or last year. I just right. think that to blame one hundred percent Brandon Staley is wrong. I mean, if you want to blame seventy percent Brandon Staley, okay, but then Justin Herbert's got to take some of that blame. If we're doing a blame pie, he's not blameless. He's got to I take, agree. He's not, you know. he's not, right now, he looks like he should be a top flight quarterback, but he's not for whatever reason. Like, I feel differently about Justin Herbert than I do about Caleb Williams. I think Caleb Williams consistently delivers regardless of his circumstances. Even Saturday, I mean, he threw for 371 yards on yeah, Saturday. And he keeps plays alive and he takes stands on pocket, gets hits. Justin Herbert doesn't do that. No. He, he He's just not, and, and, but, Maybe you get Belichick in there. You get an offensive coordinator. Uh, maybe Kellen Moore stays as offensive coordinator, and maybe it works. I want the Belichick thing to happen just for content, just so oh, we, for content. I'd love to so see it, we right. can talk about it. Will and, we be playing Bill Belichick press? Con- we probably will play some clips. Well, Belichick. we're the Ram station, but you know it only takes five seconds to play the entire Bill Belichick uh, press. True, conference. it is always very short. You just played a little bit of Brandon Staley's. It's the same kind of thing. We would play Belichick because he would say, "On to Cincinnati. We're, we're on to." Oakland. Uh, Coach, you lost 42-3. to On to Seattle. Uh, You want to talk about why? No. We're on to Cincinnati. On to Cincinnati. All right. uh, Coming up next, LeBron made a very interesting Instagram post on Saturday night. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, I will tell you about it. Coming up next, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, here we go. Caller number seven is Jack Estrada from Inglewood. Good afternoon, Jack. How you doing? How you guys doing today? We're good, Jack. Let's get this going, man. You know how we play. You just got to give it – you got to give us – Two teams 
and the final score of the Super Bowl. What do you got, Jack? I got Philadelphia against Miami, and Philadelphia winning 31 to 27. Okay, so uh, Jack Estrada, Inglewood, Philly yeah. 31. Miami, 27. Hey, just for playing along, you get a pair of tickets to see some football at SoFi on December 17th. Hey, Jack, thanks a lot for listening, man. We appreciate it. Uh, that's good. Hey, I can walk you stadium from where I live. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Jack. Estrada, your chance to win Million Dollar Monday coming up uh, again very, very soon. Make sure you're uh, here for that. It's all presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, and play. All right, so Saturday, this was after LeBron had a an, a great performance on Friday night against Portland. Right. Uh, LeBron, on Saturday, sent out this Instagram post. Now, I'm going to show it to you. I'll, it's basically his box score. <laughs> and underneath it, he writes, but I just came here to make movies, though. Ain't that what you all said, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Two things can be true at the same time. He is making movies. He is doing, but he's also kicking ass on the court. Um, the the idea that he was going to somehow use L.A. as his retirement home and his entree into show business isn't necessarily real. He's delivering on a night-to-night basis. I mean, he's played 12 of the Lakers' first 13 games, uh, 25, 8, and 6. He's shooting 57% from the field, 40% from three right now. Uh, LeBron is having an unbelievable – he didn't come here just to make movies, although he's definitely doing that too. Yeah. Uh, he has been everything as advertised. And, you know, if him and AD played like they did last night, they – I I think they – well, let me lay this out for you. Yep. They have an excellent chance to make it to the final four of this in-season tournament. Agreed. Here's, here's why. They're the only undefeated team in the Western Conference in the in-tournament, in-season tournament games. Their final game in group play is tomorrow against Utah. If they win it, the Lakers will host a quarterfinal game in the first week of December. Okay? And it'll be against a wild card team. This is when we go to one and done, right? Correct. And it'll be against a wild card team, so it probably wouldn't be against an elite team. It would be against, you know, whoever squeezed in on the bottom. Yes. If they win that game, and that game would be at crypto. Yeah. If they win that game, they're in the Final Four in Vegas. Nice. So I think there's a really good chance they could end up in Vegas. Now, am I just stupid? Do these games, once you get to the Final Four, do they still count yes. towards the record? All the games count towards your regular Except season record. Except the championship, record. right? Um, yes, championship does not count. Does not count. That would yeah, be that's 83rd the eighty third game. game, right? Yeah. So, but how do they juggle the schedule in between? In other words, the schedule is just fluid. It's open, and whoever you play, you play, and that counts as one of your games. Yes. Okay. Um, and they all agree to it. Now, here's and the, then the non tournament teams are playing playing other non tournament teams. Right. They'll play Wednesday, Friday, and the quarterfinal game in the first week of December would be either on Monday or Tuesday night. Yep. And then if they won it. Mm-hmm. then um, Thursday in Vegas would be semifinals. And if they win that, if they lose that, they're done. Right. If they win it, they play for the championship Saturday night. And if they win that, every player on the Lakers gets $500,000. You know what the announcers get? Zero. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you have to do an 83rd game. You get to do a game. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I went to buy a car this weekend. Really? Yeah. What'd you get? I, I got a uh, Hyundai Elantra, the uh, 2024 See, I Hyundai think those Elantra. cars, I hope Hyundai takes us, is the compliment I intended to be. I think those cars look like Mercedes or BMWs. They're beautiful. Yeah, they, they look are great. beautiful. I, I love Southern California Hyundai dealers, and I had a great experience at Santa Monica Hyundai. Alex Ruiz, who's a big boxing guy, uh, talked my ear off about boxing, and they're covering all the gyms and stuff. Uh, great guys. Uh, I leased the car, really excited. I'm in a Hyundai, and, and absolutely. Yeah, those cars it. are great looking. Yeah, they really are. Um, all right, uh, tell you what, coming up next, John. The Las Vegas F1 race. This was interesting. Had some hiccups, but it generated a lot of revenue for the city. We'll get into that coming up. It was on like in the middle of the night on Saturday. Uh, Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, BBGO is the official game day snack of the Lakers. Mouthwatering Korean snacks and meals in minutes. Keep your freezer stocked with BBGO for a delicious meal. Korea's number one 
food brand is making the whole world more delicious. Bergman and I love this stuff. So does Michael. We've been at a bunch of Laker events where they bring the Bibigo truck, and you just get addicted. Minimum effort, maximum flavor. It's available at all major grocery stores in the freezer aisle. Bibigo Mandu are the largest, juiciest dumplings in the market. Every day is the day to live delicious with Bibigo. Bibigo, the official game day snack of the Lakers. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sup, people? Monday, it's Thanksgiving week, which means everybody gets the end of the week off. And my experience, John, is people find a way to sort of slough off as this week goes along. Yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a mail-it-in week. It is a mail-it-in week. And mail apparently Lincoln week. Riley started three days early. Yes, he got started early. All right, so, uh, John, the F1 race was in Vegas on Saturday. Yep. Now, I don't watch Drive to Survive. I know Max Verstappen. He's the guy. Was the winner. Um, and I know they had an incident on Friday with a loose manhole cover or something right, like so that. So here's what happened. They basically, I was in Vegas last month when I went to right. the Sphere. And they had already rebuilt the strip into a racetrack. Yes. But somehow they forgot to re- remove all of the manhole covers. Yes. So the very first time a car went out on the track for the practice session, the manhole cover popped up and damaged the car. Yes. So they had to call off the first practice session. Now, I was following Arash Markazi, who was out there all weekend, Mm -hmm. and he was kind of providing updates on Twitter. And Arash said, before the actual race itself on Saturday, this thing was an unmitigated disaster. Right. Like, fans couldn't get close to it. Security was, um, was being overly zealous. The hotel rooms, which they were asking $500 for the rooms along the strip so you could see the race, and he got a room for $18. $18? On the race course. Where's it saying? Like Circus Flamingo. Circus? Oh, Flamingo. Flamingo was charging- well, that's an old school one, right? Yeah, but they were charging $500 two weeks ago, uh, and he got a room for $18. Yeah. But having said all this, after they canceled the practice session, yes. and after they replaced the manhole covers- <laughs> They apparently held a pretty competitive race yeah, no, that pretty, went okay. Supposedly, from what I read, one of the better races of the year in terms of the actual racing. Now, this is you. You mentioned it, and Linz, you jump in here too because Linz is very experienced in uh, in the ways of Vegas. Uh, the Vegas F1 people expected an increase in revenue for the city of 1 to 1.7 billion dollars that's what was predicted they didn't get it yeah it sounds like they didn't not if they're having no. hotel rooms for 18 bucks but lindsay they they spent half a billion dollars to put this on right yeah i mean i've heard a lot of like your average vegas goers that go there for everything but the f1 race yep or like I'm staying as far the hell away from that thing as possible, myself included. I want nothing to do with it until it's all cleared out. And I even had, like, my MGM host reach out to me, like, a week and a half ago saying, oh, like, comp rooms, you know. So they, they went from selling $20,000 weekend F1 packages to comping rooms. So right, I feel or, like or going from $500 to $18 right. the right. night before right. the race. Yeah. Well, that makes it sound like it's an unmitigated disaster. It was until the actual race. Once they got the race off, Lindsay, apparently the race was good, right? Yeah, everyone... Uh, and again, this is me crowdsourcing. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. You know, that's how I get a lot of my information. Okay. And a lot of the people that went to the race or happened to be there were like, oh, it was awesome. It was really cool. It was such a great vibe. So I feel like the people that were there and got to experience it loved it. 
So, but it just didn't provide the revenue that they anticipated. Right. And uh, who knows if they'll go back now? Yeah, they have a ten-year deal. But- apparently, they're scheduled to go back next year. And so, I found this out over the weekend. The Lakers are going to be there two days before that race in Vegas if it happens as scheduled next year. Oh, wow. Um, And apparently there's going to be a makeover at crypto after the Clippers move out because the Clippers are moving out at the end of this year. right. So there's not going to be any preseason games next year at crypto. And they're going to be bouncing around places like Vegas, San Diego, Anaheim, you know, those types of uh, places. And so it's scheduled – to happen right. again next year, we'll right. see if it does. Uh, by the way, my friend uh, Rajiv uh, just texted some video from the race. He said it was spectacular to be at, that Good. it was a great race, and that the manhole cover, the problem was it wasn't welded down. Right. Somebody should have thought So what that. they did was, after the first car got damaged, yep. instead of even trying to weld them down, they took them all out, covered them up with sand, and then put asphalt on top of the there sand to make it smooth. And sure. So the, now they just got to go back and undo what they did. Yeah. Um, but- I, I it depends. Depends. I I think the people who actually went to the race and watched it enjoyed it. Yep. And people who went out there expecting for a, a great spectacle extravaganza that was going to cost a bunch of money found that it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I wanted to get to this, John. So, Snoop. I saw this personal hero of mine. Came out this last week and said he was giving up smoke. Please. What do you say? Like please. Respect my privacy at this time. Yeah, and so right after he did, Meek Mill came out and said the same thing. Said, I'm giving up smoking weed. Okay. Now, are these guys, best you can tell, Yeah. just switching to gummies or are they giving up cannabis? Well, in the case of Snoop, and this is courtesy TMZ, he's actually marketing a brand new smokeless stove. It's like a fire pit for your backyard that okay. doesn't smoke. So when he said, I'm giving up smoke, he actually meant he's promoting <laughs> this smokeless stove. It had nothing to do with quitting marijuana. It's an outdoor fire pit that brings the blaze without the puff, puff pass. So he has not stopped smoking. So Meek Mill, I wonder if Meek Mill will change his mind too. I don't What's know. What's he selling? I don't know, but he just said he's giving up. Smoking weed? I've been thinking about giving up smoking. Now, but you would just switch to gummies, right? I Yeah, oh yeah. For, yeah. It, it's And it's not the same experience. It's it not the not. same experience. Like, weed, you like, bam, you're there, right? Right, instant. Gummies, you're like, hmm, when's it going to get here? When's <laughs> it going to get here? Is, and, am I full on now? Have I? Has it really hit me? And then all of a sudden, it's really hit you. So there's, there's two different experiences. Snoop. Uh, obviously is not going to give up smoke. Uh, maybe Meek Mill is. I should I try to give it up? Sure, why not? It's bad. I think it's bad for my lungs and bad for my yep, voice. Yeah, I agree. And you, if you get the same uh, benefits from gummies and you don't have to involve the smoke, why not? Yeah, yeah. It just might take a little longer. Yeah. Uh, Bergman, think I can do it? Think I can stop the smoke? No. No, thank yeah, you. Absolutely not. Thank you for your belief you've, and your support. This, Please uh, respect my privacy at this how moment. many times have you said you were giving up <laughs> the respect smoke? my privacy at this difficult it's it's, time. it's wait the reset it's coming in two oh, months yeah. the reset always comes into december beginning of january this really, last reset was pretty good this one actually did well this you reset around worked. 190 yeah right around yeah. 190 great Right about the right. I'm I'm dressing okay. This is what I think. This is what McVeigh was wearing on the side. There you go. Yesterday, I've got the uh, McVeigh jacket on, um, and yeah. I but I I think I might do that. I might give that up. It's, it's nasty. Every time I do it, I'm like, that is a filthy habit. Why do I do that? Um, let me ask you this random question. Yeah. Let's say that Clayton Kershaw never pitches again. Okay. Let's just make that. Proviso. Okay. Are people who remember, and we don't know that's true. He's had surgery. He hopes to come back next summer. He's not under contract anywhere. Do you think people are going to remember that last start, that third of an inning and, and getting lit up in a playoff game? Sure. If that's the if that's the image, we remember him at the end. But I think more his body of work speaks for itself. I agree. So, I mean, I think it'll be a weird ending, but like a really good movie that just had a weird ending. I don't think it's going to be that game. They're not going to say, you know, 20 years later, like, oh, that last game was what it was for Kershaw. They'll just say amazing regular season pitcher, 
awful postseason pitcher. And and winner of a World Series championship. I don't think – I mean, they'll say, yeah, he won one in a, in a, in a shortened year, but he was terrible but in the he, postseason. But in the end – That's what people are going to say in 20 years. Yeah. I don't say I fully agree with that, but that's what people are going to say in 20 years. See, in 20 years, I think it'll be like uh, – let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of a guy. Take off we, your blue glasses and say what it would, uh, people are actually going to say. Well, I think oh, I don't. I don't think they're going to. He's say the what... greatest regular season pitcher in Dodgers history. Correct. Yeah, but not postseason. Correct. Right, but I don't think in in twenty years you think people are going to make that distinction. Yes, it all just blends 100%. together after a while. But I, I 100%. think I think your body of work should mean something. I completely like, agree. Like we had, the, did you guys talk about this story uh, in the last week where? Carissa Thompson got in trouble for saying she makes up sideline reports. Oh, yeah, reports. that was just a garbage, garbage uh, admission on her part. Okay. And then try to take it back. Right, right. Oops, but, I was kidding. But here's what here's what I would say about that. Um, she's not. She hasn't been a sideline reporter for 15 years. Right. She has a body of work that's pretty good. She's well-liked by everybody at Amazon. She's well-liked by everybody at Fox. And the degree to which particularly other sideline reporters oh well yes tried to cancel her well i don't was, cancel's not the right not thing cancel. oh i can i can cancel i can I complain about her. No, she's no, no, gonna no. be exactly no, no, no. where she is I now could, i could send you guys six examples of people calling for her to be fired i mean specifically oh, well, sure. be fired you can you can definitely that's say that canceling. That's, that's not canceling being Wait. fired is different from being canceled how you're out of a job you're free to work somewhere else if you're canceled no one will hire you um, Somebody will hire Carissa Thompson if she wasn't where she was now. She's not camp. She just lost a job in that case. Yeah. And by the way, she didn't. Uh, but it's a an embarrassing admission that she never would have, should day. have made. She had a bad day. So, right. so the comparison I'm, I'm drawing here is Kershaw struggled in the postseason. Yes. More times than not. I yep. mean, as Mace points out, in 2020, he kind of got it together and was an integral part of why they won that World Series. I think he won two games in that World he, Series. He did. He did. Why well, um, two great starts? Did he get two wins? I, I don't think, know if so. he got two wins, but yeah, but something on. His body of work needs to mean something, um, and I, I, Greg, do not think people will remember him. Uh, That's all people now say about him. If you're not a Dodger fan, every other person will tell you. He's terrible in the postseason. Why are you starting Clayton Kershaw in a postseason game? That's a, This is what people say to me constantly I, that I, are not Dodger fans. I can see right. why. His body of work in the postseason is bad. It's bad. he's been so good outside of that that I think he gets remembered favorably. Well, sh- yeah. He yeah, gets he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Favorably? He's going to be first ballot Hall of Fame. He's going right. to go. And that's all. But, that's- but you're, Greg, aren't you arguing that when what? when you bring up Clayton Kershaw ten years from now, what the first thing people say is people, didn't pitch well in the postseason. Yes, they'll say Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's all, that's I I, I think the saying. opposite. I think that people will say unbelievable pitcher, maybe one of the greatest Dodger pitchers of all time. I don't think they'll put him ahead of Sandy Koufax because, no. because he's had such bad performances in the playoffs that were like blow up performances in mm-hmm. the playoffs. It happened multiple times against the Cardinals, against right. the Nationals, in the World Series. He's There's too a, good. I, I, I'll make another comparison for you. Um, Robert De Niro's had a lot of bad movies. Yes. Okay. A lot of bad movies. A lot of a lot of absolute paycheck flops. movies. Paycheck movies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like really bad. Like what was the one he did where he, uh, with Rocky and Bullwinkle? I mean, it was like awful. Yeah, it was, it was Rocky, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Yeah. Was actually that the, the name, name of the movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but if you say to people 10, 15 years from now, Oh, Robert De Niro, one of the greatest actors of all time. I, mean, I think when you say 10 or 15 to... years from now, Clayton Kershaw, people say one of the greatest pitchers it's, of all time. So the, the thing is, that first of all, that's not apples to apples, unfortunately, but I get what you're saying. The problem is his p- regular season performance is just as good as his postseason performance is bad. Right. So it's basically like two separate seasons. One is amazing and one is horrible. Right, but I think the question Mason asked was, how will he be remembered? Yes. I think he'll be remembered favorably. Hall of Famer that was awful in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know if that that uh, second prepositional Blew phrase up. will happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. Like, And by the way, Put one World Series. How many Put World Series ball. did... Uh, let's pick a name. Randy Johnson. How many did he win? He was amazing. One. One. Yeah. But he was amazing. In in, his everything. last few postseasons were terrible. Yeah, Clinton Kershaw won one game. You know, that's why Kurt Schilling should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because Kurt Schilling had like a postseason record Kurt that was Schilling unbelievable. Belongs in the, Randy Johnson, seven and nine in the postseason, one World Series, 
Great yeah. pitcher. But he was good in that one. World my season. my favorite player of all time, Nolan Ryan, terrible in the postseason. Well, he right. also it doesn't have that great of a record in anything. He, well, he's he, got he, strikeouts. He, no hitters. Yeah, no hitters and strikeouts. And yeah. he has a ton of walks, and he just right. wasn't. Like, he was wild. He yeah. would strike people out, but he was wild. Well, yeah. Randy Johnson was a little wild. Uh, he was a little yeah. wild. He's, he was scary. Scary. All right, uh, coming up next, we're going to do some What's Up, Fool. Bergman's got stuff. Producer Brian's got stuff. We will do it coming up next. Before before that, though, uh, don't forget uh, that this Thanksgiving, you can join Lindsay Baseball and Chris Morales for a Thanksgiving watch party at the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava Resort and Casino at 1.30. That's this Thursday. Producer Lindsay has got 1000 bucks to give away. You can get great food, huge selection of craft beers, uh, football all day long, and your chance to win entries and special drawings to see the Cowboys play at home. Got to be present to win. Again, that's Yamava Sports Bar, the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava Thursday starting at 1.30. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks, Morales. All right, John especially, but maybe you too, Mace. Do you know who Danny Chow of The Ringer is? I do not. I've heard that name before. C-H-A-U of The Ringer. I don't know if he walked in if I would know that, but I think I've read some of his stuff. Okay, so he's putting out a potential trade for Zach Levine. Okay. And let's see if you guys think it is a viable trade in any way. It's not all the pieces, but basically the the big part of it. Okay. Okay. So it's basically Zach Levine for... um, Clay Thompson as Zach one of the pillars of it. For Clay Thompson, there's be there will be other pieces, but basically Clay Thompson goes to the Bulls. Zach Levine goes to the Warriors. Clay I don't know is that... in a horrible slump. Um, yeah, and I by I the way, don't is he know... a walk away free agent this year? He and, is. And if Chicago's and I, rebuilding, what Greg, sense does he make? Yeah, I was just gonna say, Greg. I know you said that's basically the trade, but it would have to involve multiple draft picks could in possibly... order going to Chicago in order to make that work. So this is what it says. Levine can offer just about everything lacking in the Warriors' offense. Chris Paul, so maybe he's a part of it too. Chris Paul no longer seems capable of reliably hitting shots. Is this how the Warriors wash their hands clean of a potentially misguided oil and water experiment? At worst, acquiring a talent like Levine could cost the team's soul. Would Golden State trade Thompson, one of the pillars of its dynasty, along with draft capital, to right the shift? Is is that unconscionable? Well, Michael will be tomorrow. We could see what he thinks, but I think that I think it makes no sense. I, I, I mean, don't I, know what Chicago gets out of that. Right. I mean, I guess they get draft. Is there any young players that can be included? Kaminga well, or one of those guys? Caruso is the guy that everybody wants. So if you could attach Caruso to Levine, then now you're talking. Now you're starting to okay, we could give you a star player, some draft picks, blah, 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 if you can get both of them. But they think they can get a first-round pick for Caruso. So um, I let's put it this way, Greg. I, I'm, not, I'm not hanging the phone up on you. I'm not right. slamming the door. Okay. I, uh, okay. But He's been bad in this six Clay six is really struggling. Yeah. He's missed a lot of shots that he normally makes, and I'm not sure Chicago would do it unless there were some other things involved. Yeah, Chicago. if Chicago's going to rebuild, I don't know why they would want Clay Thompson as a – I mean, Clay Thompson, as you mentioned, slumping, but I don't know what sense he makes for Chicago when they're potentially going to trade Levine, Caruso, and uh, DeMar DeRozan down so the line. So think about it. Think about it. If you bring in – Thompson, who's a walkaway free agent, right? It's an expiring contract, so you're getting rid of Levine. You're getting rid of either DeRozan or Caruso. That's a lot of money. Plus, Thompson comes in and he leaves at the end of the year. You have a ton of money. Yeah, I think they got to get stuff. They have to get well. Stuff they get, out the, of that they get draft picks, and it looks like Golden State's not going to be very good this yeah. year. So, I mean, it's, you get draft capital, you get everybody off your books, you're free essentially. Yeah, yeah. I think if if I was them, I'd I would insist on. You know, number one, at least one. I one I would pick. say unlikely, but possible. Yeah. How's that? Okay, that's actually. Not, right. I thought it'd be worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. No, no, no. It wasn't You're not my, an idiot. It was the guy. By, it was the guy the, from the ringer. He by must the way, if you saying. let Clay walk away for nothing, 
That's not smart either. No. Well, you got four championships out of it. Yeah, but I mean, still, he's got value. Yeah. You, you don't want to let. I mean, you want to get something for him. What's up, fool? All right, guys. David Bakatari over this weekend uh, tweeted out Bakhtiari, the Bakhtiari. Green Bay guy. Yes. 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 Okay. Aaron Rodgers' old friend, you know, left yeah. tackle. Uh, tweeted out, "I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I'm not a fan of college football. It's tough to watch. I've actually had the same thought." Over the last couple of years, I used to like college football a lot when I was younger, but the last couple of years, I've also thought it's gotten real tough to watch. Why is it tough to watch, do you think? I don't know. It's, the games are so friggin' long. Yeah, yeah they are very long. long. It is a four-hour investment of, of time. Start, but my question to you guys is why you both, you know, you love USC, UCLA. Why do you guys like watching college football? Uh, the pageantry is really cool. The pageantry is cool, yeah. Um, and when both teams care, it is a do-or-die proposition. I mean, that's why USC, I was so insulted by them mailing it in on Saturday because I think UCLA showed up and played hard and honored the rivalry, and USC just Yep. I mean, it was just, uh, you can't you but can't I, treat the rivalry the at that. And, I, and again, going back to Mason's original point at the top of the show, I think Lincoln Riley is smart enough to figure that out. I, I don't think – like, Bill Plachke says he's on the hot seat. Uh, Paul Feinbaum says he's a fraud. A fraud! I, I think that that's going too far. But, Mace, let's put it this way. Would you agree with me that Lincoln Riley is now on the clock with that yeah, LSU sure, game? sure, sure. He needs be. to have a good season next year. He needs to have a good year. Yeah, and the schedule does Nine not Nine and three are better, yeah. I would think, next year, or else the, the USC Fat Cats are going to come for him. Yeah. Right? But still, you – like – you don't like the like the national championship final four? That's a really good I, well, thing. I mean, those big ones I will watch, but the only like game I've sat through this year was I think the second game of Colorado. I yeah. watched the whole thing. Other than that, like five minutes at a well, time. By the way, you know what's Mason's funny about right, it is too long. You know what's funny about Colorado is remember the over under for wins was three. Was three? They're gonna finish at four. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so, really only one. And they over. got him like right out of the game. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They got him. They got him early. I, as far as the game, I think. First of all, I think the clock should keep running. I don't think they should stop the clock after first downs to move the chains. That's just stupid. Let the clock roll. Just let right. the, the let the game have some pace. And as always, reviews are just ridiculous in college football. Michael they and seem we're to talking take about, longer. We're talking about last night that no one seems to be watching flow in games. Not just basketball games, but football games, baseball games. And, and baseball addressed it head-on this year, and everybody couldn't stop talking about how great the changes were that right. they made. Baseball seems to be the only one that's saying, all right, our game's not moving. There is no flow. Let's address it. Yeah. I wish the other sports would do that, too. Yeah. What's up, fool? All right, guys, there's a couple of new uh, football documentaries coming out. Gauge your interest. Which one do you would you rather watch okay. here? So Apple TV is coming out uh, February 16th with the New England Patriots docuseries. Going through the yeah, time of Belichick and Brady. Oof. And tomorrow, actually, we're getting an Amazon Prime Bye Bye Barry, Barry uh, Sanders documentary about his retirement. What's interesting about both of those is they've decided to focus on three people who don't talk. Yeah, that's Bill true. Bill Belichick doesn't talk. Brady is always very coached up, for yes, lack of a better term. Very, very and practiced. Barry Sanders was one of the quietest people ever. Yeah. I, Dan, so I don't take your question. I'd be more interested in the Barry Sanders thing. Because I just don't trust Belichick to give us anything we haven't heard. Yeah, and by the way, New England, I've gotten more than my fill of New England Patriots news over the years, all the trips to the Super Bowl and all that stuff. I think I'm aware of most of it, but the Barry Sanders thing, I am curious what I mean, I understand why he walked away, but why did he walk away at that moment? It's a fascinating question. Well, so I, I would say the Barry Sanders one. Yeah, I just learned, too, from like the trailers and all the uh, talk about it, is after he retired, he moved to London kind of to get away from all the media. And I I, I never knew about that before. I never ever. knew that. Hey, let me circle back to something. Sedona just texted us, um, mm -hmm. and he says that college football actually has started to address length of games. You know, he George does college yeah, games yeah. every week. He says they only stopped the clock after first downs in the last two minutes of the second and the fourth quarter now. Started this year, and it's shaved 15 so, minutes off of games. So it's a rolling clock except for the last two minutes of each half? Right. Which helps a little. Helps I would a little. be in favor of just not let it even go. then. Yeah, just yeah. let it go. Use your timeouts and be smart about I it. I have said before, you guys, that if they put Michael and I in charge of the NBA for one day, mm -hmm. the first thing we would do would be eliminate everything that stops the game for no reason. We'd get rid of illegal defense. We'd get rid of all reviews. Right. Just right. get rid of them. Uh, we would have 10 team fouls before you shoot free throws rather than five. Makes sense. So we're not shooting a million free throws. And we would have the games down to two hours. And I think they would have great flow and great excitement and everything. 
Everybody would love it. We can't understand why people don't agree with us, but we will continue to to badger, prob, uh, probe, and challenge the NBA to make the flow faster. What's up, fool? I got one more for you guys okay. here. So a few years ago, Microsoft built what is said to be the quietest room on Earth. Hmm. And as of right now, they're saying it's so quiet you can hear your heart beating, your lungs and your stomach at the inside, and so quiet you can even start hallucinating. And nobody has made it more than 45 minutes in this quiet room. Okay. So my question to you guys is- What, do, do I lose oxygen after 45 no, minutes? No, it's just, it's just so quiet that they're saying after a while you start to hear your heart beating okay. and you start to hallucinate because it's dead okay. silence. So do you, are you a fan of someone that likes like the quiet? Because like me- I always have to have something on. There's some Me too. sort of always noise. Even sleeping, on. like I need the fan noise or something. Brian, I can't fall asleep. The first thing I check when I get in, and I spend 100 nights a year in hotels, the first thing I check is where's the sleep timer on the remote because I want oh, the TV right. yeah, on same. so I can fall asleep to right, something. I'm, right. I'm exactly like you. Uh, although I feel like I could spend more than 45 minutes in the quiet room. In I would just take room? a nap. Yeah. How hard would that <laughs> be? Well, it's supposed to be so quiet that like, I guess it's start freaking out when you hear your heart. Yeah. I I don't think do you but Brian when you sit down to meditate every day right do you sit Indian style like do you sit yeah crisscross applesauce crisscross applesauce yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you do your, you do your meditation do you hear your heartbeat while you're meditating well no because there's all the you know outside you've got outside get, yeah, stuff, you still yeah. get the outside noise right, going through right. yeah that's the only time I get quiet is when I actually sit down and meditate every day and I even then I don't really do it. Put any music on in the background? I either? put like, like I have this thing called Eternal Ohm that I put on. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that, there's like you can download if you just type into like any podcast thing like or any uh, iTunes search meditation music. You can have a lot of stuff. Um, here I I download. So Ben Lyons, he's not married to her anymore, but used to be married to a woman that was super into meditation, and okay. she came and taught me how to meditate. And it's actually hard to sit there for ten minutes and think about nothing. Sure, it it sounds easy, but it's hard. Your yeah. mind starts to wander, uh, to wander rather, and it's it's hard. And all right, so Mace, this is my meditation music. Okay, okay? let me see if I can turn this up. All right. Sean's meditation music. It's so quiet, you can't even hear it. It is very, very quiet. There we go. Yeah. So it's almost non-existent. Follow the sound of your breath. You're good enough. <laughs> You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, people like you. Yes. There you go. Yeah, see, it's just, it almost... Right, it's just sort of like back... You're hearing something, at least. Yeah, and you're like, right. what the hell am I listening to? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not easy, though. Yeah, no, it's hard. If you meditate, chances are you talk about it a lot. That's that's the first rule of meditation. If you meditate a lot... I have trouble sticking with people. it. Although she told me a Super good... Hard. She gave me a great tip. She said, you can do it anywhere. Like she said, let's say you're on a plane, and the captain comes over the thing and says, hey, we're delayed... We're going to be in, we're, we're number 10 for takeoff. Yeah. We're going to be sitting here for 20 minutes. Yeah. See if you can put your earbuds in and meditate for 10 minutes. Just close your eyes and see if you can focus on nothing. It's hard. Sure it is. Um, but it's worth trying. Yeah, no question. All right, uh, coming up next, thank you very much, Brian. Thank you, Bergman. Uh, you know when a relationship is serious, John? It's when the families meet. Oh, I, I heard tonight yeah, could be it. Tonight could be it. We'll do that coming up next. Mason and Ireland, uh, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 